Okay. Look at that. Uh, for the I, got little, I got little waves coming up. It's a red. I had it set to time instead of bars. Oh, good. That's oh, blue. Good. Yeah. All right. I, th I think we're up and running. Ooh. I just like telling people I got bars, Raymond. <laughs> got bars. They're multiplying. And I ain't lying. Oh, fuck. Yeah, can we can we get a like a modern touch on Greece? Will they will they redo it again? That'd be good. Cuz what oh. they did they did it like the live Fox thing for the fucking uh what Stupid. Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show did they and Sound of Music. They did they did they a did Grease, Grease one. Yeah. Did yeah, they do a Grease one? Yeah, okay, well, I want it. Or? Yeah, I want it with like Post Malone now. Oh. So yeah, Post Malone is Danny Zuko. Come on. Post Malone Come on. is Danny Zuko. It's a hickey from Kaniki. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the beginning of. What song does he do where he gets stabbed in the neck? What song? What music video is that? A, a good one? I don't know. <laughs> There's a music video where he starts out and he's like, in, like basically a greaser and he gets stabbed in the neck. And then See, he's that's dead. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, alright. Yeah, like modern, modern gritty. Gritty comes back as a zombie. But I can't okay. remember what song that is. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. What a loss to the conversation. Right. <laughs> In other news, welcome to Never Seen Any of This. Hey. Oh. What's your my name? My My name's Andy. And that's Sammy. Ah. And I'm Taylor. Because oh, we, we didn't, didn't work this out before. Your one job order. is to tell us who goes right. first. <laughs> Okay, well, um, uh, <laughs> no, that was fine. We got our intro. I just, okay, Ray yeah, was here fine. too. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I thought that was some really good pre show banter, and you I fucking it soiled it. No, you have I one like job. This. You have two jobs. Uh, listen, no, I'm, not cutting, we, we I'm not cutting any of this out. This okay, good. Season. All right, great. Yeah. Every cut's a lie, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a Twitter page like every frame of painting, but just every cut's, every cuts, a, lot. cuts a lot. <laughs> All right, well, boys, we're uh, three three weeks into the quarantine now. Feeling I can great. feel it. I feel it. How how are you boys holding up, Sammy? How are you holding up? I'm doing all right. Um, it's kind of weird because this is like technically now my I'm on spring break. So the nice thing about like the last two weeks was that like I had work to do during the day, so it kind of like filled my day up, and then I had some free time. But they're very specifically being like, "This is your spring break now. Do nothing." So now I'm like, really lost. Like what day it is, what year it you're, is. You're <laughs> literally do. doing nothing. I you're standing was, in the corner of your house, Blair witching it. Yeah. <laughs> last or two nights ago, I was just like, "I'm gonna play Portal again," and then I just played all of Portal. Oh shit! So that's just. Good. I mean, I'm I'm currently going through a Halo Renaissance because I got my nice. new TV. So yeah, I I went back to yeah OG Halo. So I, I, I feel that. I literally just reinstalled Skyrim and started a new game. Oh no, we're gonna lose him. That. We're <laughs> gonna gone. lose him. <laughs> I've gotten really oh, fuck, into Pokemon I... Go, the mobile Pokemon game that's supposed Ooh. to be played outside. So that's a real good. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like doing it from your house? <laughs> well, now they've got online battles set up. Which is perfect. Uh, so now okay. I can do, and they've like really incentivized like stuff you can do at home. So oh, okay. it's right. like for one penny or like one coin, you can buy like a hundred of something. So they're encouraging people to keep going. You just gotta sit in your house and do it. 
Mm. So that's fair. It's not. It's cool. not the same. But I spent a lot of time doing that instead of. It only took the quarantine to get Raymond to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh shit! I've been on this since the beta. Yeah, oh, okay. Raymond's been playing it the whole time. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I've just been not here good for years. <laughs> I've been slowly working through my uh, my pile of shame, which is a, a giant stack of uh, unpainted plastic. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I worked through all my my goblins. I'm like more than three quarters of the way through my orcs, uh, and I'm uh, eventually getting to like an event horizon where I will be able to purchase a 3D printer. Uh, oh my so god! <laughs> I'm really excited for that. They have them down to like 200 bucks yeah, for like a resin printer. I now. want one so bad. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Yeah, well, when I get it, uh, I'll I'll kind of like work out some of the kinks and whatever. And if you want to print stuff, then you can send me the STL files, and I'll do oh, it for hell you. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll be awesome. But what film did we watch? It was Andy's turn. It was my pick. Yeah. And uh, while in quarantine, I've been like trying to figure out what sort of movies I want to be watching, mm-hmm. and I've I've decided that I really just want to like relax and watch Miyazaki movies. Hell yes. <laughs> That's not a bad place to be. No. Yeah. Um, and so, but I knew, I knew that this movie that we watched, we watched, uh, Lupin the Third, the castle of Cagliostro. Cagliostro. Yeah. And I know that that was technically the first movie that Hayao Miyazaki ever directed. Mm -hmm. And it was available on Netflix because they don't count it as any. It's put out by, um, Toho and a couple other companies did the production. So it's not, yeah, it's not owned by Studio Ghibli. And so um, I said, I think I'm going to rewatch all of Miyaz- the entire filmography of Miyazaki. And so mm-hmm. I was like, what better, what better way we can watch it together on Netflix to start with this one yeah. and make you guys watch it too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've made it a mission to go and watch like some of like the biggest Hollywood flops uh, in history. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I did buy uh, uh, Heaven's Gate or what? Uh, yeah. What, Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the 80s. bought that. Yeah, the, yes. the one that sunk United Artists. Yes, uh, <laughs> I bought that, and I uh, this morning I watched uh, John Carter of Mars. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like Which, John Carter. It's yeah, not I've bad. Heard John Carter's. It's, it's just, really not. Good. They just really set it up for like the beginning of a series that they had no intention of really uh, filling out. Did not, no, no. Um, yeah. yeah, there was, it was, it was, it was, I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed, like, uh, fucking, like, Superman and shit like that. Like, that's kind of, like, it's sort of in the same vein of, like, you know, we're gonna get, like, vaguely transatlantic accents for these Atlantis-type people. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, this is, this was fun. I enjoyed myself. I just mainly like the big dog creature thing. We're getting off track. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, but it's not always going to be happy because isn't that like Fireflies movie? Also, one he, that you'd have to he watch. Did, oh, Grave of the Fireflies. He, he did yeah. not direct Grave oh, of the Fireflies. Okay, so, you're so okay. I don't you have, have to, to do that. <laughs> okay, I was going to say they're not all happy-go-lucky. They're <laughs> the uh, no, it goes Cagliostro, uh, Castle in the Sky. Oh no, Nausicaa, Nausicaa. then Castle yeah. in the Sky. Castle in the Sky was the first Ghibli one. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's Totoro. And then and you don't just own all of these. I own. Most I don't. I I don't own Nausicaa or Castle in the Sky, and I've actually never seen them either. What? 
so those are going to be the two I watch. And then I haven't seen Ponyo. Ooh, I own good. that. <laughs> and, and I have not seen The Wind Rises. So I own that and I have not watched it. Yeah. I, I get, still need to get on that screaming deal and get Shin Godzilla for five goddamn dollars. Yes, yes you do. Yeah. <laughs> it, it found it in the Walmart $5 bin, and it's like the nice Blu-ray. It's not stripped of any of the... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's on it's Amazon right now features. for the same price. So it's Ooh, really yeah. frustrating. Because I wanted to upgrade mine because I have the international Hong Kong version because I was too, I was too annoyed with Funimation... Yeah, it was Funimation yeah. taking too long to put out an American Blu-ray, so it's like it's not missing anything, but it'd be cool just to have an American one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed my time here because I always remember seeing ads for Lupin features or mm-hmm. like the show or whatever on like the old Dragon Ball Z VHS tapes that had like yeah. three episodes on them or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that would always be part of like the opening block of ads for Funimation distribution stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, neat. And then when I saw that you picked this, I was like, oh, cool. I actually could like pull the trigger and actually see what this this shit's about. And yeah. and I actually really understand why they would kind of build those two things on the same deal because there's a lot of like weird anachronistic shit and I don't know I'm not familiar enough with anime especially from that particular period to comment on on it as like a theme for like a whole genre but I love like the anachronistic shit that constantly runs through these things where it's like you know you've got guys with like assault rifles on like a tugboat that are like <laughs> shooting yeah. it at a samurai like <laughs> like uh, all during in like an Interpol investigation about counterfeiting. You know like so like those are three gloriously different time periods that are kind of getting sandwiched into one world mm-hmm, and yeah. I think that's really interesting. So like short of like you know like wolf people in muscle shirts like you know that's kind of more of the Toriyama kind of take on that kind of thing. I think there's there's a lot of similarities between those two worlds. And I thought that was a lot of fun um, to kind of watch them kind of weave in and out of like rotary phones and lasers. Oh, you yeah. know, like, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just a fun it's a fun mix of all of those mm-hmm. elements and uh, part of kind of like the the more fun anime spirit that I really mm-hmm. like because I like equal parts like Fruits Basket and Berserker. Like so, <laughs> it's 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 fun to see kind of you know uh, like a middle ground kind of mm-hmm. in between those like slice of lifey kind of things. So there's still like a lot of action, but it's still like really fun in spirit. And yeah, I really enjoyed myself. That was a, that yeah. was a great film. So it Miyazaki worked on the the anime, the, the television show. show. He did two or three episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then they asked him to come do this movie. Apparently, I looked up beforehand, and allegedly, they he had directed some of the episodes of the show that they really liked, and they were trying to make this movie in time to play it at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And so they said, Miyazaki, you're in charge. You can help write the screenplay. You got four months to make this movie go. Yeah, that's, that's four months. Yeah, and like... It's definitely not the same, like, animation quality as something like Spirited Away. Right. But, I mean, it's still not bad for being done in four months. No, I thought it's it was still good. Yeah. a really, really fun. pretty film. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see kind of, like, the, the dividing line between pre-existing character makeup and mm-hmm. the original ones. Like, new yeah. new NPCs that he's bringing into this game. Uh, right. <laughs> like, the, the groundskeeper guy. I'm like, oh, that's a Miyazaki guy. Like, it, like, it, like, especially like in the structure of the like the eyes and like the face and like how the facial hair looks and all that stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's like that's the beginning of like Ghibli people, mm-hmm. right? Ghibli mm-hmm. people. 
and also like the the action set pieces were done really really well in this movie. really fun like, and actually another legend like uh uh story about this movie is that at the it played at the Cannes film festival it was the first anime to play at the film festival but it didn't play in competition but allegedly spielberg was there and spielberg saw it as he was like gearing up for raiders mm-hmm. no no and, shit and the uh the car chase scene at the beginning is uh, like an influence Very and spielberg cool. spielberg has done a lot of like interviews and stuff saying that this is one of his favorites that's awesome yeah we actually we're i because again we use netflix party to watch it but i was like within the first 10 minutes like six cars had been destroyed oh, like oh, yeah. I, and, and I guess Cut we could use that to start to start talking about the movie, but like literally, we were all like, "Whoa, we're just into it!" Because yeah. the movie just starts. And they're it already like stealing the, money, and it's like, "Go!" It's like, "Okay." It is, it is a hard, cold open, and they are running away from a casino with a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> it just, just, the the meme that ran through my head was, "Get the wheels on the bus!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't boom. Give you any you're time. into it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved his sidekick. I thought he was like a really mm-hmm. fun Jigen. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't cool. in it a whole lot. Once once he went into the castle, he was kind of just on standby till mm-hmm. the end. But yeah, he was fun. Absolutely. Their disguises were always fun when they were. Yes. Like yeah. somehow he has a bald spot when they are like trying to get through the the traffic like pass. Like mm-hmm. and then he just pulls his hair out of somewhere. <laughs> like he just yeah. Then like pops t- pops his belly in it all. <laughs> He's it's skinny called- again. It's called tucking, Sammy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. No, um I I thought yeah, the the pacing was really really nice. Um in like in in that like there are moments of of like peace and quiet that I like yearn for, the, like absolutely that I wish the- the Miyazaki quality yeah. shining through. Yes. Yep. It'll it'll have like wind going through a field and some birds and a guy probably smoking a cigarette or something and and I wish I could just project my consciousness into one of those things. <laughs> Call it good. Or at, in the finale when they're fighting on the clock tower, it's just like there's not a lot of music there. It's just a lot of wind sounds. Mm. Well, and it was Very funny. Cool. How? What year did this come out? Seventy nine. Okay, so, like, yeah, there were a lot of elements that, like, did really genuinely remind me of, like, James Bond. You know, oh, like, this, uh-huh. there were several times where I was, like, I felt like uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, even down to, like, Lupin kind of looks like George Lazenby. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like George Lazenby. Sideburns. And, like, the clock tower thing, and, like, I'm imagining just, like, Diana Rigg in the wedding dress through, like, a lot of all that mm-hmm. shit. And, like, all the shenanigans with, like, the gears and the clocks and, and bad guys little, getting crushed. And his little gadget that he has on it, like, a watch thing. I'm sure James yep. Bond has had that, right? They're, <laughs> like, like, little, like... Yeah, ghillie suit things that they had where I was just like, yeah, that's like a little golem suit that he's wearing in uh, fucking Diamonds Are Forever. You know, like, so there were like so many little things that reminded me of like James Bond stuff where it was like really evocative of, uh, uh-huh. of the time. Where I will say that this also stands out is the score. Oh, I, yeah. I love yeah. the score. It's, so it's awesome. It's it made very, the movie like, for sure. Early anime. This could, this could be like a Cowboy Bebop score. Oh, absolutely. You know? They were made in different times, but mm-hmm. the same sort of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Linky and, uh, jazz boy. It, it sounded like Aldemiola <laughs> through, yeah. through a lot of it, like elegant gypsy stuff. It was great. I think, I think it was Raymond pointed out at one time when he fainted and there was just like a sax. Stinger a sax as he fainted. Yeah. <laughs> sax sting as he fainted. It was great. 
Oh, we got a cat. Oh. We uh, got a friend on the chat. Yeah, Od- Odin has descended into the nerd bunker. Mine are here. Uh, <laughs> Mine are here sleeping. He's, more cats in he's, the background. He's brought me my cyanide. Give a cat cast. <laughs> Welcome to the cat cast. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me. We can make this twice a week. <laughs> so my question um, is, yeah. um, because the story, I think, itself almost feels like an episode of a show, uh-huh. what made them decide to do a movie rather than just more of the show? It was popular enough. Oh, okay. This I'm is sh- the I'm second sure. movie, and from my yeah. understanding, Miyazaki was like envisioning this as like the end of the TV show. But I think it ran mm-hmm. for another year or two after this, at least, because mm. there's I think 150 episodes of the show. <laughs> yeah, and then they kept doing more shows, and, and there's, there's a, a 2018 there's a new third. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I had seen. Um... What's going on, TJ? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you good? Sorry, Grandpa. I'm, re- I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Uh, pause for edit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think just the fact that it was it was so popular that it warranted them being able to make a movie. Gotcha. You know, it was another thing they could they could stick it in theaters mm-hmm. and people would go pay to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it became pretty popular in the states. It, yeah. it when it was released on videotape here, apparently, it was pretty. It did very well. I know notorious bad man John Lasseter, the head of Pixar, mm-hmm. used to show it to everyone. It's oh, like cool. his favorite movie with, or something. Yeah, it, I, I watched a really creepy interview with him talking about it, and it was like him talking about how he like forced his wife to watch it on uh, their first date, and I was oh. like, man, <laughs> why you gotta be like that? <laughs> Can't you just like shut up and direct Toy Story? <laughs> Don't have to be creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's what's do, does anybody familiar kind of with like when when the subs versus dubs kind of th- thing happened? Like when when that became a part of distribution? Uh, like because I there's always been like an undercurrent of like it, anime nerds since there's been anime in in America. But like yeah, I don't know. I think it was a large deal in like the 90s kind of when like Gundam and stuff like that was kind of coming over yeah and I know that uh, Princess Mononoke was notorious (laughs) when it came out for uh, they didn't want to release a sub version they only wanted to do their dub because they spent so much time on it it's like Neil Gaiman did the dub script for Princess Mononoke the dub is good yeah he had to change a lot of stuff from what I understand of like Japanese folklore that doesn't translate to western audiences mm mhm so I, that I know that sense. I know that like Princess Mononoke on the Ghibli movie dubs are usually pre- pretty good because yeah. uh, I mean Miramax put a lot of money into the Mononoke one mm-hmm. and Neil Gaiman wrote it and then Disney John Lasseter headed up the Americanization of all the other ones and so like the Spirited Away right. one is really good that's but I know big that champion the, the Spirited Away yeah yeah well, it's funny that you mentioned that about the the game and having to uh, change stuff around because, like, I remember watching like Sailor Moon with an old girlfriend, mm-hmm. and like the subtitles or whatever would be like, you know, like ultra solar uterus. I'm like, I don't think that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Some, oh, something's yeah. been lost here. That is what they meant. <laughs> that is, that's well, quite an attack. And I know that uh, with uh, his first two, with Castle in the Sky and Totoro and Nausicaa, the, their dubs 
for America for years were like really really bad because what mm-hmm. happened was they would they would like not just mess with the dub they would also mess with like the sound design mm-hmm. because in Japanese film they're not afraid of like long pauses without a score and just letting mm-hmm. like the sound set the tone which is like a really important thing in Miyazaki movies. What's up Ozu? And and all the American execs were like you can't have a movie that doesn't have music in it for longer than 2 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so they they made like uh uh Joe Haishi I think is the composer for all yeah, of for all of Miyazaki. Miyazaki's, yeah. Yeah, they like made him record longer versions of the soundtrack so they could like take the sound effects out and put them in. So I know that those first two like there are scenes that play completely differently because he had to write new score just for the american version hmm. and then the dubs were like you know the last thing they thought about and done very poorly no yeah. i started this one uh for the first 15 minutes i didn't realize that you guys had it on uh subs and not dubs because yeah. on mine when it played it just like i thought it synced up but instead i was playing the dubs plus the subtitles at the same time. The subtitles. No, Raymond, I think you just learned that you can, you know Change? Japanese. I think that was just, <laughs> well. well, I'll tell you, it was different, which it's is the like thing. Like in is midsummer. The, <laughs> you all the, of a sudden know it. <laughs> the subtitles are the translation from the Japanese version, and they are not the translation of the dub to subtitles. Yes. So yes. I was last watching... time I... It's exactly what they did with Neon Genesis. Uh, in, the, in a way. the last time I watched uh, Princess Mononoke, it was doing that. Oh, that one's got to <laughs> like... be a little different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like funny. Yeah. Like, the, uh, at least from what I saw, it was just like, oh, those, those words are mm-hmm. jumbled. Yeah, this one was... Yeah. I got to the first 15 minutes before I, I talked to you guys about it, and I just switched it. But it was like, as it was uh, showing off the castle... And it was literally like narration going over the top of the scene, and I switched it to, to Japanese audio, and it was silent. So it's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, yeah, one of the most like just speaking to that impactful things that like hit me was when we watched Akira, where those times where there was no sound at all, yeah. and it was just like showing mm-hmm. what was like you don't see that at all in American movies or like American Very animation, rarely. like yeah. Where, where yeah, there's just not just what's on the screen. There's no sound or anything. Those are like so impactful. Well, and I mean, they're not wrong, because, like, look what happened in The Last Jedi when there was that scene that had no sound. Like, people started freaking out because the sound cut out, and they were like, oh, the, th- the theater's broken. And so they had to put up... <laughs> I didn't know people the, did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why they had to put up signs uh, when you went into the movie after, like, the first weekend that were like, uh, there is a scene about an hour and 40 minutes into the film where the sound cuts out. This is an intentional... Uh, thing huh. by the the filmmaker and the theater is not broken. Stop, calm down, you fucking sweaty nerd. <laughs> That's, what <it laughs> That's what it said on the sign. Right on the yeah. sign, it said that <laughs> you sweaty nerds. Yeah, I wrote the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the cinema. <laughs> That's like my favorite scene from that movie. Or one yeah, of it's awesome. Yeah, this this movie's got um the the scene in the underwater like the first underwater scene where Lupin's hiding from the inspector it's all silent underwater and that's mm-hmm. it's like a it's it's very tense as a moment with there just being just the sound of water moving and like them moving in in the water no no music no nothing really puts that, you in the scene yeah 
that whole sequence when they were like going through the tunnels and just mm-hmm. like the way the water was animated i was like this is so fucking like miyazaki like you have to be operating on another level mm-hmm. to like envision that and then mm-hmm. just seeing it is it's insane yeah, just the design of that entire set piece was really really cool really cool so had you not seen this before andy I had not, no. Okay, so I had seen it. No, we're starting my Miyazaki rewatch right now. <laughs> I, was, I was a kid when I saw this, and I couldn't tell you anything different from the, the anime, so I, I was pretty much going with a fresh eyes. But yeah. I had seen it at some point. I'm realizing as we do this podcast that a lot of my uh, proclivities as an adult for my, my interest in anime and, and the stuff that shaped me as a kid is pretty much all Cartoon Network slash Adult Swim. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Whatever. It's they like played. Adult Swim played yeah. in the early 2000s. I think 2003, 2004. They were playing the show every night. It would be like all the all the stuff I watched. So I watched the 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 show for a long time at night. And at some point, they played the movie, and I watched that, and that, that really got me started on. Between that, and like they're them playing um, Kiki's Delivery Service, and they played Princess Mononoke a time or two. That really got me into anime. Yeah. So it was nice going back to this now after all this time. Be like, I I didn't remember, like what happened in this movie, but it was it was really nice going back to it and be like, oh yeah, that's this is my childhood. <laughs> I th- I thought it was really interesting because you could definitely, you could tell where the the points where like Miyazaki got to do what he wanted with the movie mm-hmm. versus like, because it's very much <clears throat> like the opposite of what you see in traditional Miyazaki like storylines you know there's a there's a definitive bad guy there's a definitive goal whereas like something like kiki's delivery service is like you're in a day you're a day in the life with this little girl and the internal conflict is Mm -hmm. the conflict of the movie right yeah and uh you know even in something like princess mononoke which has a little bit more of a conventional plot it even like takes lengths to be like Lady Eboshi is not really the bad guy. Uh-huh. There's not really a bad guy mm-hmm. in right. any of his movies. So it was kind of interesting seeing such like a traditional, in a lot of the way, like Western version of the the story. Yeah. That you don't it, see in his movies like at all. Like it, pretty much yeah. starting after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it very much fell into the like lovable rogue saving a princess from marrying a guy she doesn't want to marry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think I made the joke in the chat, like, oh, it's like Princess Bride with assault rifles. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like especially when they're like on top of the crenellated, you know, battlement or whatever, like getting shot at. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah just swap out the sidekick guy for like Andre the Giant, and you're good. <laughs> well, yeah. and I, cause well, I, so I swap, swap out anybody that, for Andre like, the Giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just at any point, please. <laughs> but I like that because I the credits started at the beginning credits, and I was like. I know I've seen this guy before. Uh-huh. Like, what is he from? And I, what are we watching? I realized it was something on Twitter where there's like some gas, like commercial, like that they have. Oh like, really? Do, like it's like a a, a gas oh, station weird. commercial, and the animation's like crazy, and it's just a gas station commercial. And that's like I think one of the first times I saw him, and I was like, why do I know? It? Like, should I know him? And then Andy's yeah. like, oh well, there's been a movie and like a series, and I was like. I'm not prepared for this, but I feel like it did a really good job, even though we're, like, thrown into this world that, like, it, I mean, you don't feel lost at any point, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, there's, the I still don't know. They kind of just, like, that samurai guy just shows up, and they're like, it's oh, that him. That guy was and awesome. Yeah. He is awesome, but He's they, great. like, don't explain him, like, at all. They're just like, here's our samurai friend here to help. And the they movie exist. also, like... 
introduces the the character like so early on and then it's like 45 minutes before he comes back again and you're like yeah. oh yeah the samurai is just hanging out and, right. then, <laughs> and then even later it's like oh yeah here's why he's here <laughs> oh and then like the girl that was working for the count that turns out mm-hmm. to be the spy that lupin knows i was like oh because he's like oh you and it's like how do you know her <laughs> she was probably my favorite character because every time she was like done doing what she needed to do she, she just, just leaves the fuck out of the <laughs> yeah, she's like, bye. Like, bye see ya especially yep. when she like opens those wings and just flies off like see you guys yeah. later and then shows up exactly when they need her yep <laughs> only for her to turn around and let the other guy know at the same time yeah it was fun yeah <laughs> That was great. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I really, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was great. Yeah. Uh-huh. I also think it's funny that the main character of this is not like me. Miyaz- the men in Miyazaki movies are usually like very stupid and like lovable oafs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this guy's very like sh- Lupin's very sharp and like mm-hmm. on it at all times. <laughs> he's like fantastic, fantastic Mr. Fox. He's like, he's like Sherlock, basically. He's smarter yeah, than every right. person in the room. Yeah, there's some like runes on the ring and he's like, oh yeah, and he reads it out loud. It's oh yeah, like, I can't. Oh. oh, old gothic letters. <laughs> yeah, and he just starts reading it. <laughs> like, cool. The amount of references <laughs> or, to gothic in this movie, I was like, this is the most I've ever seen this point in history referenced in a movie ever. <laughs> I was thinking back, I was like, why are we yeah. referencing the goths right now? <laughs> I was, I was in, uh, engorged. <laughs> Ew, what? <laughs> I have to be was... scientific about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't it like, was, it was worse. It was worse. <laughs> it was funny when Lupin was reading the runes and he was like, oh, it's smudged off at the end. And the girl was like, oh, is this the rest of it? And just like names off like another like, four yeah. lines. And he's like, the whole thing. oh, yeah, that thing you that you never thought was going to come up or thought about until like right this precise moment. My family crest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then, oh, man, we all commented about the how the count went out when it, the oh, hands of the clock just snapped brutal. <laughs> snippy snap that was little, brutal little snap <laughs> especially like especially for like a film whose like costume design was like kind of reminding me of like Thumbelina at some points so I'm like mm-hmm. oh he went out like that yeah okay. <laughs> yeah Ooh, uh, his his costume that he wears to his wedding and the eyes wide shut looking ass wedding. Yeah. Cool. His costume from there till like the end was so metal. It was so yes. cool. Andy, now you know what you can wear for your wedding. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, but do man. not make us wear it, the black clansman. Come on, make mm. us wear it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's a little too excited about yeah. No, no, I just want to ruin Andy's wedding. I'm I'm afraid <laughs> of where I would have to go to buy that those costumes. <laughs> right. Just check your grandpa's closet. Oh man, closet. I've never, I've never been oh. to Hayden, Idaho. <laughs> Holy oh, shit, Sammy! That was just a Watchmen oh. reference. Holy that was... shit, Sammy! <laughs> like... Nah, nah. I see your true colors. Oh no! Oh my god, my, my grandpa's dead. Mary, mother of God. <laughs> Why would <Yeah>. you? <laughs> this is when you Why learn about it. <laughs> Spent oh a lot of time God. in Argentina. You're a bad man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the thing is like you look at us on paper and Sammy's probably like the sweetest looking one. No. No. Nuh-uh. Not in real life. Teacher. Nope. Yeah. Stone Cold Killer. Yeah. BTK was a Boy Scout leader. Just saying. Yikes. <laughs> BTK was a Boy Scout leader. Sammy was in what organization as a teenager? Case mm. closed. <laughs> oh, the connection. The link. All the pieces fit. <laughs> oh my god. 
Case closed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Sammy, how many Miyazaki movies have you seen? You haven't seen all of them, right? Um, I've seen quite a bit. Um, I think I don't think I've seen. Maybe I've seen Nausicaa. But and then I've seen. Isn't Arietti? Is that one? That's, that's from. Not, it's from the studio, not, but it's, it's from not the studio. Okay. But, it's not um, but I've seen like Ponyo. I've seen Totoro. I've seen Howl's Moving Castle. Obviously, you've seen Spirited Away, because that's probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, you showed me Mononoke. Okay. I don't know what else I, I couldn't remember if I'd shown you Mononoke. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. I haven't seen Kiki's what? Delivery Service. Kiki's great. Oh, Kiki is wonderful. And Any then others? The, the Wind Rises. I haven't seen that one. Isn't that the newer one, though? That's the last yeah. one he did. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. He, All about airplanes. I mean, allegedly, he was... He was directing another movie. Oh, I, I mean, the... he still is, but it's like three years into development at this point because that's how long he's he in takes. The pi- who's, the last the I one? saw. The... Oh, Porco Rosso. I haven't seen yeah, Porco that's... Rosso. Either. I haven't that's seen early that on either. too. Um, the apparently he was working on a new movie, and the last I read, it was supposed to be finished in time for the 2020 Tokyo mm-hmm. Olympics, but those just got uh, pushed back a year. Yeah, well, that's so good maybe... for him because he probably wasn't going to be ready. Yeah, maybe he's just hoping that he'll be noticed. Too busy smoking cigarettes and trying to disarm the nukes, man. And yeah. yelling at his cat. <laughs> so well. you've seen you've seen the documentary or bits of it then. Yeah, I have you guys just seen, seen, seen yeah, the, the memes reference? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That documentary is really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I like that a lot of it focuses on like he's just kind of like an old man and he doesn't mm-hmm. care what any of you think he <laughs> just tortures himself for his art and then goes back to his modest house and he takes one day off a week and he cleans the river <laughs> yep. so good. god bless him have you guys heard the story about um when mononoke so uh mononoke he had had problems with dubs before and mm-hmm. uh the to- the fox bought totoro and put out a dub that's like really 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 like awful just mm-hmm. absolutely terrible Yikes. and so after that he was like i don't really trust any dubs yeah i i don't want them to cut my movie also the nausicaa uh dub like cut almost 25 minutes out of the movie wow. to like yeah, take no a whole dubs. sequence out so he like huh. he he didn't want his movies to be edited when they came out and so miramax you know uh mononoke was the highest grossing film in japan until spirited away Wow. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Must be nice. <laughs> you know, and it didn't come to the States till probably two years after it came out in Japan. Mm-hmm. And so they were, you know, he was taking care with who was going to buy it, distribute it, and do the dub. And uh, notorious great guy, piece of shit, uh, a Harvey <laughs> Weinstein yeah. was like, uh, I really think we should cut, like, these 20 minutes of the end of the movie. He wanted to cut end the movie early before like the best parts happen and end it there and uh he sent like his proposal to Miyazaki for what they wanted to cut out and the edits like that and apparently he just got back in the mail a samurai sword that was engraved with the phrase no fucking cuts (laughs) (laughs) so like (laughs) Miyazaki's uh, a stone cold killer (laughs) Weinstein was known for doing like when he would pick up a foreign film he would have I mean he was known for his decisions on edits in the first place like that's what he was known for is going like buying movies and going here's how we change it but foreign Mm -hmm. films especially he had his idea of how they should be actually played so that was that's a big one of the director fighting back. Well, and he so when he made Spirited Away, 
he didn't really care about like how big it was and the critical like acclaim. Like he he won the like Golden Bear at the Berlin Film Festival. Mm. And it won, like, the Japanese Oscar for Best Film. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, nominated for an Academy Award, and it ended up winning Best mm-hmm. Animated Feature. And he didn't show up because he hated the Oscars so much. Yep. <laughs> and then, because he didn't want to be affiliated, apparently he thought that they were, like, an actual, like, American organization. And so he didn't want to affiliate because of America's politics. <laughs> and and he didn't like the the Iraq war that was going on. So uh-huh. he like straight up hated America after that, didn't show up to the Oscars, didn't care that he won, and then uh <laughs> made Howl's Moving Castle kind Which of as all a commentary. Yeah. It's all about war and like if you're lazy and you don't pick sides and, and stuff like that. He said that in leading up to it he said American audiences are not gonna like Howl's Moving Castle because it's about how much I hate America. Like he, he would say stuff like that. <laughs> and then that one's good. Uh, <laughs> At least he's yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. And it's like every t- there's apparently when Ponyo was coming out, mm-hmm. they somehow somehow somebody convinced him to come to Comic Con. He was there was a Comic Con panel for Ponyo, and he was on it. And oh, it's it was so like, funny. <laughs> he does not care. He could care less than absolutely anybody who was there. Good. Yeah. It was just like smoking in Hall H. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, you need to put out your cigarette. And he's like, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also footage of uh, like when Spirited Awake came out and Disney was like bringing him over to promote it and stuff. And like him showing up and John Lasseter being there. And John Lasseter is like his number one fan and is fawning over him. And Miyazaki's like, that's nice. <laughs> you could tell it's kind of like put off by him. He's like, "All right, get away from me." <laughs> I just appreciate that he's like, "I torture myself for this art. Enjoy it, but I don't give a shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he also apparently uh, Studio Ghibli put a uh, like they their merchandising. They have oh, like yeah. a hard. They can make ten thousand dollars a year from merchandising, but no more. Hmm because wow. he wants to like respect the integrity so like once they hit that he's like none of that comes back to Ghibli mm-hmm. they don't keep any of the merchandising past $10,000 a year or something like that there was something wow. a couple of years ago where like he he just let that go and they yeah. were just like ballooning the merchandise di- like now. crazy and then he like fired all of them and started over yeah <laughs> yeah that Jeez. sounds like him reined it all in <laughs> And one day he's just gonna like sit crisscross applesauce to the middle of a street and turn into a tree, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because like Princess Mononoke was supposed to be his retirement film, and that's 1997. That's like Christ. <laughs> so he he can't take retirement. Then. He comes back. He's worse than Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know Wind Rises was the kind of his swan song and I know a lot of people were happy that that was his mm-hmm. last movie because it was like such a nice way to like end his career yeah. and say like this is the last one but then like Green Book has to go and win Best Picture and he's like alright <laughs> Papa's got to step back in show you, learn you about cinema <laughs> you just imagine Hayao Miyazaki with a sledgehammer like John Wick <laughs> getting his pen and paper out yeah, he's breaking it out again <laughs> Bobby Yanga. <laughs> I tried to put this life behind me. <laughs> Be seeing you, Hayao. 
<laughs> Have you guys watched uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower? No, but I've heard very good things. Yeah, that's uh, that's on. It, it was on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is, but it's done by the studio that created it. Is a bunch of people who worked at Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. so it's it's it like the same very kind of Miyazaki. Yeah, and it's based on like an English children's story about a girl inherits witch powers, and it's it's very cute and it's very nice. We'll have to do that one of these days, but it's it's very yeah. much like Ghibli adjacent. So it's a, just a pleasant, nice time. Nice. For the most so part, Andy, yeah. do you plan to watch them in release order? Is that what you're planning? Yeah, on Yeah, I think I am gonna. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know cool. that right now they're all on sale at Walmart for mm-hmm. like fourteen dollars each. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. They, when and they put out the Blu-ray collection a handful of years ago, it was on sale around Christmas at Costco. Most of them individually for like twelve dollars a piece, and that's when I bought all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, nice. I think I just need to get. I need to get Castle in the Sky and Nausicaa, mm-hmm. and then I'll be set all the way up until Ponyo, and mm-hmm. then I'll need to get Ponyo and the Wind Rises. Well, shoot, after this, I've only seen three. I've only seen uh, Spirited Away, uh, Princess Mononoke, and uh, this, Lupin the Third. I haven't seen... You haven't seen Kiki's? Or Totoro? I've never seen Kiki's, what? never seen You've Totoro, never seen, never seen Howl's Moving Castle, Totoro's never seen any of Oh my god. Kiki, Love my boy Kiki's delivery service was the first one I saw, because I remember uh, renting it from Hollywood Video when I was a kid. We might have to do uh, Kiki then, because I, yeah, I haven't seen Kiki either. Oh, it's Kiki. so good. We, we all got turns. We gotta watch the, uh, the dub for that. Just get, everyone has to pick a Miyazaki movie. Yeah. <laughs> the it's just turned into the Miyazaki cast. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with all of them past this one is, is going to be watching them, because... Up right. until last November or October, he was notorious no streaming for his movies. He didn't want you mm-hmm. to be able to stream them because he didn't. He he's very adamant about he doesn't want these movies to be something that you throw on and not pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Right. He wants you when you're watching the movie to like watch the movie. So if if it only sells on a DVD or Blu-ray for the most part, then you can you know you have to make the effort to put right. it in and then watch it. Right, it's just like letting it auto. My brother owns HBO all of Max them. Has steal them. them. Yeah. HBO Max just bought oh, all of these. Do so when right, the streaming so. service comes out, they'll have that as one of their introductory. Go. It's gonna have teams. all the all the Ghibli movies. Then we can so. do an HBO Max party. <laughs> yeah. This re- reminds me of uh, like David Lynch screeching about like people are walking around convincing themselves that they've seen the film when they watched it on their fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> God bless him. I I like uh, like filmmakers that are like convicted about that kind of thing. Like that it's that does make you feel good. It's a time for them good. right now. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. The... If the Earth dies, then Miyazaki's films will die with him. There's not going to be <laughs> <laughs> not going to be any streaming record. Yeah. Nope. Which is just fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I think we could use a fresh start. What if that's the only thing that's left is just Princess Mononoke, and that's just like um, a movie about that's... restarting the Earth, <laughs> like a like a like a history. He knew all along. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like the first thing that's going to go is the streaming stuff. So if you have the physical copy, you're better off. So I yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be the gap. Yeah, Raymond will be the like the patriarch of the the new utopia. <laughs> there are people who have collections that put mine to shame. 
because I hardly have anything. But the fact that I have like the biggest collection out of the three of you is like yeah, we're coming to you. <laughs> Sammy, you oh, oh, sorry, did you drop your Magnum condom for your monster tongue, Raymond? <laughs> what a flex! <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, uh, <laughs> yeah, you you and I went and saw uh, the tale of Princess Kaguya in theaters, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah, we did, and that's that's Ghibli. It's not Miyazaki, but that's oh a, yeah, a, I forgot that was a, that was a very interesting movie. I like that. Yeah. Took, like, like that one. years and years to come out too, didn't it? It's like like the most hand drawn you can get. It's mm-hmm. like so it's aggressively oh, yeah. hand drawn. <laughs> I, I I like that. There's a yeah. couple frames where you see the hand in there <laughs> drawing it still. And it almost looks like watercolors. It's very, yeah. very good. It's, Whoa. Yeah. And it's a cool story. I remember it being yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, uh, whose pick is it next? Um, uh, I I th- Miyazaki's it's... pick. <laughs> I think oh, it's mine, oh, actually. I think it would be, because I had crazy yeah. art. Yeah, so it is me I had the platform, hmm. so yep, it's TJ. I'm going to have to ponder. Uh-oh. Ooh. What's he hmm. going to put us through? <laughs> Is there a YouTube party so we can watch Neil Breen films? Oh my god. YouTube party? I would be so I, I, I feel like there's a service <laughs> that you could just watch YouTube on. on. Sure. I think there's something. I am here find. now. That would be a good one. I would be so <laughs> down for some Neil Breen. Oh, man. Are you, are you down with Neil Breen, Sammy? I, 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 I have no idea you, who that is. <laughs> oh, man. I have no clue. He's... He's like a fucking like architect, I think, like uh, in uh, in cinema, Vegas, yeah. and he like self funds his own films, mm. uh, and uh, and they are something. They are generally cast <laughs> with uh, porn stars and mail order brides, and uh, and he is generally like some sort of Christ figure in it, and they yeah, rarely oh. make much sense. They're and so it's a lot good. of fun. Great. That sounds often... more like a punishment and not a fun time. <laughs> No. no, Ramo. It's all about perspective. <laughs> also, right Mac, mindset. Also, Mac and Me is on Amazon. Hell yeah. Oh, watch that. That's oh, like a punishment. Come on, buddy. It'll be you good. can't do jokes. Although it has one of the best sequences Raymond. of all time. Let me just make you the guys way, watch Howard the Duck. Wheelchair waterfall sequence. Or like, uh, maybe like Milo and Otis. You know, we'll see where my heart oh. takes me. All right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, all, all right. right. Well, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, right. watch if, more uh, Miyazaki movies. Do it. If you if you want to get at us on the twitters, you can send us a tweet, ter, at nsaotpod. And Raymond, if they want to send us an email, wh- how would they do that? I'm gonna ignore how much you just butchered that. Just so you can email us at never seen any of this pod at gmail dot com. Do it. Well, there you go. Yeah, send us. Uh, Corey keeps sending us emails, and then maybe one day we'll actually uh, do your pick. But until then, what? you got to send Watch us hackers, at least ten maybe emails. someday. Yeah. <laughs> one one day we'll hack the planet. Yeah. It'll happen. I mean, now would be the perfect time to hack the planet, but I don't think it's available anywhere easily. Uh, we no. missed our chance. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to do some hacking ourselves. <laughs> All right. Maybe. All right. All right. We're gonna well, get in. We're gonna get in the database. Yeah, well, I guess that's it for uh, this week for Never Seen Any of This. We'll be back next week with another uh, episode. And uh, until then, bye. Bye. Hack the plan. Bye.